Well, tonight, Nashville Predators head up to Buffalo to take on the Sabres, and that game is happening at a pretty inconvenient time for Nashville. We'll tell you why the Sabres might have the upper hand tonight. Plus, we're talking playoffs yet again. We'll take a look at the, some of the latest playoff odds that came out just this morning. And is there a team you do and don't absolutely want to play if you're the Nashville Predators? And it's Friday, which means Anne has cookies for our hockey slash Preds person of the week. All coming up today on Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day, and happy April Fools. I guess we would have come up with a prank, but we didn't really think of one. Yeah. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at OnTheForeCheck.com. It feels like all like the April Fool stuff that comes out from like hockey anyway is just like forced at this point. Yes. Like, yeah, it, I'm... I'm not a big April Fool's Day person. My 17-year-old went through a prank phase when he was like eight or nine. And after that, we have banished April Fool's pranks because you can only drink white vinegar out of a water bottle so many times before you realize some things are just not <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, they like try to fabricate stuff like, you know, the avalanche did a thing. It's like, oh, we created our mascot to Columbus. And it's like, yeah, more tomfoolery than prank. Um, Eyes on the Prize, which is the Habs SB Nation site, published a full article uh, where they said that uh, that instead of Martin St. Louis, that Elaine Vigneault was going to wind up being the head coach. I saw that. Uh, and it's like at that at that point, it's like I don't even know if that's an April Fool's prank because you can totally see that being <laughs> true if you're a Montreal Canadiens <laughs> fan. You're like, yes. yeah, this is something that would happen to us. Yeah, it's got to be so outside the box for Montreal to even really get anybody. Bless their hearts. Yeah. Uh, well, the Nashville Predators bringing it back home. Uh, they take on the Buffalo Sabres tonight, who have points in nine of their past 10 games. Uh, even when the Preds play a bad team, it seems like they're always catching them when they're on the up and up. Uh, so should should be interesting tonight, Anne. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I don't like about this game tonight. Uh, like you said, the Sabres are on uh, what for the Buffalo Sabres would be called a hot streak. They're 4-0-3. Um, they've taken um, a lot of their games to overtime or shoot out their one-goal games. Seven of the last games have been one-goal games. So they're keeping it close. They're keeping it competitive. They're coming out strong in their game against Winnipeg. They outshot the Winnipeg Jets 22 to eight in the first period. And Nashville's recent first periods have not been anything to write home about. So there's just a number of little things that put a hitch in the giddy up when you look at this game. Like this could be 
this has potential for disaster. And it's funny because when you go back and look at the teams the Sabres have played, they actually have a pretty tough schedule. Like they, mm-hmm. they beat Toronto. Yes. The outdoor game. Uh, they took, they beat Pittsburgh in a shootout. They took Washington to a shootout. They beat Calgary in overtime, which is one of Calgary's very few losses over the past month. And then, you know, they took the New York Rangers to overtime and they had that wild comeback against the Blackhawks. So other than Chicago, there really haven't been a lot of like, oh yeah, it's just, they, it's a bad team who beat another bad team. You know, they're, they're doing this. They are in it every single game against actually good competition. And what did we say a couple weeks ago? And it seems like the Predators have a habit of playing to their Mm. competition. Um, And if they're not focused on this game, you can see this getting very ugly for the Predators if they're not careful. Yeah, and I think another factor in this game is that the Buffalo Sabres are retiring or they're honoring Rick Generate, uh, the voice of the Sabres. He's been there. This is his 51st and his last season. So emotions are going to be high for Buffalo. They're going to want to win this game. And oh, my goodness. (laughs) Like, I hate to say it, but I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, Rick Jenner, who's really good friends with Pete Weber, by the way. Yes. They both are longtime Buffalo mainstays. Uh, if you don't, you've he's like one of those guys where it's like you might not immediately recognize the name, but you absolutely would know the voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he got some the, great calls. He is the Mayday guy, for those of you who don't know, when Brad May scored his goal. The Mayday! Mayday! Yeah. It was also the uh, the top shelf where Mama hides the cookies. Yes, a lot of the classic calls. Yes, uh, from a long time thing. And it just kind of goes to show you, like you know, Buffalo over the past decade has been a dumpster fire, but there is some really good history mm-hmm. of good hockey in Buffalo. Yes, Buffalo. Um, I grew up in Pennsylvania, but we were near Buffalo, about two hours from Buffalo. Got all Buffalo TV stations, and the Sabers were a huge deal when I was growing up. Whether they were winning or losing, um, I didn't pay a lick of attention to it. But it was just a huge thing in Buffalo. Hockey is a huge Buffalo thing. So it's going to be a big, big night for the Sabres. And Nashville is going to have to come out and be ready for that. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting, too, because, you know, we mentioned Buffalo's playing well. They have a lot of people who are kind of starting to step up. Um, Kyle Poso's on a hot streak. Uh, Casey Middlestat, who's kind of been a disappointment as a prospect uh, in his tenure with Buffalo, is kind of starting to heat up. Rasmus Dahlin. This has kind of been his breakthrough year for him. Um, you know, he's kind of becoming like the defenseman a lot of people thought. Uh, and then you look, what was the – when Buffalo put out their very first depth chart at the top of the year, like their projected lines, everybody laughed because Tage Thompson yep. was the guy who was like the number one center. And this was a guy who had been like a fourth liner his like entire career, like, you know, a Michael McCarron type and everybody's like, Oh my God, 
Yes. was absolutely screwed. <laughs> and then you look at his numbers, 28 goals, 23 assists this year, which on a team like the Sabres isn't bad. No, it's not. He's And he has been very good recently. So you just – there are so many little factors that make this game slightly uncomfortable for Nashville Predators fans, and they are – you know, Tage Thompson, he is on a tear. Jeff Skinner has had some good games like this. This could be a perfect storm if the Predators aren't careful. Yeah, and Alex Tuck, the the guy in the uh, um, the Jack Eichel trade, the kind of the main piece other than Peyton Krebs. Um, that's a, that's another guy that's kind of had an interesting season too because he's he's got 28 points in 36 games this year, which, you know, he got hurt for a long stretch, but if he wasn't hurt, he would certainly be on a pace that's, you know, kind of around the 40, 50 point mark himself. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's very interesting. Buffalo as a whole is a very interesting team to kind of follow because, you know, we, we've said it for years, like every time it's like, oh, yeah, Jack Eichel, they brought in like Taylor Hall. Um, you know, they're, they're really going for it this year. They just got Jeff Skinner for a big deal. They're really going for it. Um, and, and it just hasn't worked out, but I mean, it's cautiously optimistic when you see, you know, some younger pieces like that kind of getting better as the season goes on. It's not like the giant crash and burn. Like we're used to seeing the Sabres like at the start of the year, um, you know, they're they're gradually getting better as the yes. season goes on. And it's that, you know, the kind of building throughout the year that you think it's like, uh, is is this it? Like, is this them finally going in the right direction? Yes. And can it be that after tonight's game yes. is also the follow up question. Like, go ahead. Like, you go, girl, Buffalo Sabres after tonight, please. Is that what they say in the locker room before that is, uh, when yes. they're like, when they're like up there and they're doing like the stick taps and it's like, all right, boys, you go girl. Come on. Like, let me in the locker room. They will be fired up. You go girl. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the importance of this game as it compares to some of the playoff odds and look at some of their updated playoff odds. And is there a team, if you're the Nashville Predators, you don't want to see in the postseason, that conversation has come up a couple times this week. First, though, want to mention today's show brought to you by our friends at HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. That helps you skip the trips to the grocery store. Instead, count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts back on time spent in the kitchen with meals ready in around 30 minutes or less. Plus, they got quick and easy meals, including plenty of 20-minute recipes with low prep and easy cleanup options. They even provide a faster route to putting food on the table. And if you're kind of skeptical about the costs of meal prices, like meal kits, listen to this. HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. And you can save on average over $65 a month 
when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's money back in your pocket. Uh, they offer 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including veggie, fit, wholesome, family-friendly, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. I can attest to this myself. I'm a big meal kit guy. I love testing around. Uh, I have not enjoyed the ones... Uh, well, let me... Yeah. Um, I have not enjoyed a lot of them as much as I have enjoyed Hello Fresh. Um, you know, they sent me a box last week. I got like the almond crusted chicken, which was delicious. You know, I made one batch uh, per week kind of meal prepped. And that way, whenever I came home from a night out or something like that, I would always have a delicious restaurant quality meal waiting for me ready to go at home. So Definitely happy with the experience, and I know you will be too. HelloFresh is a proud partner of the Nashville Predators and fueling hockey fans everywhere. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedPredators16 and use code LockedPredators16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash LockedPredators16. Use code LockedPredators16 for up to 16 free meals and free gifts. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. I have some teenage boys in the house and they are very big into healthy eating, weight training, all that kind of stuff. And Built Bar has become a staple in our house. Uh, and we have not had a flavor yet that we have not liked. We have even tried their Built Bar Puffs. If you haven't tried those, they are fantastic. They are a protein-infused marshmallow. So they're fluffy, marshmallowy. They're like a little treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, just like all of the other great flavors. Puffs come in all kinds of great flavors. They have a cinnamony churro that's a big hit in this house coconut marshmallow banana cream pie you know they have so many of the puffs flavors you're going to love but of course they also have the traditional flavors we are a mixed box family so we get cherry barcia we get mint brownie we get double chocolate they're all fantastic and all built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate they are low in calorie, high in protein. You can go ahead and replace your candy bars with a Built Bar. They are just as good to eat and so much better for you. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and they have 17 grams of protein. So they're great for you and they taste great. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That is promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. So we're talking predators versus sabers tonight, which is a six o'clock central puck drop Nashville time. Um, this is going to be big for the Preds playoff push. And because we've talked to the Preds schedule, the last couple of uh, days on our show, we know April is kind of murderers row in terms of yes. Preds play. And, you know, you look at where the Preds are in the playoffs right now. They they have a, you know, they control their own destiny, first and foremost. Um, they have the number one wild card spot right now. But, you know, they have the fifth toughest schedule in the NHL. And there's a lot of teams right in the hunt behind them. 
-hmm. So, you know, that's another reason why these two points are critical, Anne. Because if the Preds can't get two points tonight, then then you start to look down the road and think realistically how well are the Predators going to do in this stretch. Yeah, this game is, um, and and you talked about this yesterday on the show, this really is a must-win game for Nashville. And that is a little bit nerve-wracking. But Nashville really has got to get two points every single chance they get from here on out. And Buffalo is going to be, despite the fact that, you know, they're kind of on a little bit of an, a streak and they've got a lot going for them. This is going to be one of the easier two points for Nashville to, in theory, get. And they've got to get these points. This is a must-win game for Nashville. And they're going to have to take the Sabres very seriously because the Sabres play very similar style of hockey that Nashville does. And this could easily get out of control if the Predators aren't careful. And again, you've got to get two points. At, at this point in the season, you've got to get two points every chance you get. So this is this is a must win. Yeah. Um, so speaking of April Fool's, I know we were talking about this earlier. Dom at The Athletic did a very, <laughs> very good one today where he put out updated playoff odds for each team. Um, but you go down and look at it and it's um, – it's like it tells you like what percentage they have of making the playoffs, missing the playoffs, going out in the first round. And you look and it's like you look and it's like it looks like it's normal for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the Toronto Maple <laughs> and you see a 100 percent chance for the Maple Leafs getting eliminated in the first round. <laughs> I thought that was so fantastic. That was amazing. Uh, but there actually are real odds uh, out there today when it comes to playoffs and whatnot. Um, the Predators are dropping in, in terms of Stanley Cup odds. They're now 35 to 1. Uh, the odds have gone up every week, really, since the beginning of January. Um, and it, it's scary because you look, we, we talked about how Vegas has a very easy schedule and they're right behind the Predators. We talked about the, how the Stars kind of have, you know, a fairly easy schedule right behind them. Um, and then there's like plenty of teams like Winnipeg, who's been on a tear that's in distance too. So, you know, it's, it's getting to the point where, you know, you watch the Preds future game mm-hmm. compared to some of these other games. And it's not feasible to think if the Preds lose this, the odds may be against them. Like, and it really is. And it's kind of weird to say because, you know, all the models had the Predators odds wise kind of fairly in, you know, but when you had, when you add in the variables of kind of the bizarre schedule coming up compared to the other teams, you kind of start to think about it. It's like, this may be, you know, kind of be an X factor game. For sure. This is one of those games, as my grandmother would say, pooper get off the pot. Like the Predators have to, um, if they're going to make a serious push for the playoffs, it starts now. It ideally would have started in March, but we didn't have that March. So now we're in April and this, this is it. This game is where you're going to have to start making your push for the playoffs and for the position you're going to be in for the playoffs, every game counts. But I think this game, uh, this game is highly concerning. And 
the Predators, I think, do better against harder teams. So when you see them coming in against the Sabres, are they going to take this one for granted? I certainly hope not. Um, but they need this. They need this game. Yeah, it, it, the road gets all too much harder. So what's the key for the Predators tonight? I think there's a couple keys. I think, you know, and, and they're the same ones I think that we've talked about a lot. We've talked about having a strong start, a fast start. At this point, I will settle for a clean start. Uh, they need a clean start. They need no penalties. They need to establish the game early. They need to get offensive zone time, which is something that they haven't been able to do the last couple of games. And this is something that Buffalo has been good at recently. So the Predators are going to need to get a clean start in this game, I think it's going to be one of the keys. I agree with that. And, you know, the Predators' starts have not been good. For me, they got to clean up in front of UC Saros. Um, there's been a lot of second chance. You know, we, we've seen sequences over the past week or so uh, where it's just, you know, puck after puck after puck just, you know, winds in the slot. You know, Saros makes a save, rebound in the slot. There's a second chance, and he has to make a follow-up save. The Preds can't clear. They make a sloppy uh, exit pass or something yes. like that. There's just a lot of kind of lackadaisical play going on in the Preds' own end right now. And, you know, yeah, we we know what Buffalo's record is. And even though they've played well um, – over the past month or so, you still don't want to give this team extra chances because, you know, teams with their back against the wall, like the Sabres, who really don't have anything to lose as a team at this point, they're going to be aggressive. They're going to be chances. They're going to push the issue a little bit mm -hmm. and, you know, they're not going to sit back and they're going to be looking for the Predators to make mistakes. So that is why it is critical to clean up some of the play that you've kind of bungled in front of UC oh. the past little bit. Yeah. And, and it would be nice to have a game where UC Saros doesn't have to carry the team where the defense in front of him is strong. Who do you think needs to have um, a good game tonight for the Predators to win? I want to see that top line. And I yes. know it's going to become a broken record, but I want to see Matt Duchesne and Philip Forsberg have one of those performances that we've kind of grown accustomed to seeing this year where they just take over games, mm -hmm. you know, multi-point nights for most of them. You know, Forsberg's been good. Duchesne's been good. But, you know, we're, we're kind of noticing they haven't had, like, the same level of scoring as they had maybe a couple of weeks ago. They've been relatively quiet for their sort of pace, um, other than the empty net goal from Duchesne the other night. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I want to see those guys take over the game. And I want to see them get on the board early and often. I want to see them be sharp on the power play. And I think if they get a couple of goals from that top line in some sort of combination, uh, I, I think they have the firepower to, to get past Buffalo in this game. But again, you know, is this going to be the Preds team that plays very, very well against teams like Dallas and St. Louis and Minnesota? Or is this going to be a team that, you know, plays down to their competition again? Yeah, and, and that is something that the Predators are just going to have to address tonight and adjust for. They have to come out and play their game 
and they're going to have to play at their level. And I agree with you. That top line has absolutely got to show up tonight. Uh, and uh, also Roman Yossi would love to see him have a multi multiple point game tonight, I think would be key as well. Let's get him we, back on his 100 point uh, pace, shall we? That's right. I feel like that's where he is at his best. And we are at our happiest. Yes. Um, so coming up, we're going to talk about potential playoff games who would we want to face who would we not want to face um coming up in just a minute but first uh this episode is brought to you by our friends at bet online after months of playing college basketball has determined your top teams for the final four action and they're going to determine this year's national champion coming up betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it, Bet Online has it. Bet Online is the best spot for all of your latest sports developments, including podcasts, reviews for all the leagues this season, and it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so let's look at playoff, potential playoff opponents for the Preds right now. Okay. Let's do this on the assumption that the Calgary Flames are going to be first in the Pacific and the Colorado Avalanche are going to be first in the Central. Avalanche, one I feel like is pretty much locked in stone at this point. Um, they have a 15-point lead over the Minnesota Wild and, again, are on just a very, very strong tear right now, so I don't see that changing. Calgary may be a little bit more interesting. I mean, there's less ground between them and uh, L.A., even though L.A. has played like three or four more games and Edmonton is still hanging around. But, you know, so let's do that. Uh, let's have your potential opponents, if you're the Preds, are either going to be Colorado, Calgary, uh, or if they sneak into a top three, more than likely Minnesota, St. Louis, um, possibly dallas i would say or minnesota st louis at this point but yeah is there a team out there let's start with this off that jumps out to you in a way that's like you know what the predators i think win that matchup this is tricky um because i have two i have two very different schools of thought on this I am one of those people who likes the Mark Twain advice, eat the frog first. So if you have to eat a frog, you eat it first thing in the morning. If you have to face a really difficult team, I'm all about face it first. Like if we're going to have to play, you know, uh, let's play Calgary. Let's just get it out of the way. Um, so there's a part of me that says that the other side of me thinks that I would like to see the Predators go up against maybe Minnesota first. Uh, I think that's a series that would be a very good series, even though Minnesota right now is absolutely on a tear and the Predators are in a little bit of a struggle. Uh, I, I think this is a, a fair matchup. I think the Predators really can bring their game and their, you know, that just energy as they play Minnesota or like Nashville 2.0, as we call the yeah. Minnesota team. <laughs> so with less either with, oh, can't even talk about it. Can't even talk about it. So I have two very different schools of thought on that. 
you know, there's a part of me that just come out, you know what, let's just play Calgary. Let's just get it over with. Let's just go in, go all in first round, see what we can do. If we can't, you know, if we don't play Calgary, I would rather take on, I think, Minnesota. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Where, where are you? Who would who do you want to face off against? I think they match up very well against Minnesota and they've proven mm-hmm. it in a couple of games they've played this year. Um, and, you know, this isn't like way back in the day. I mean, just a couple, you know, two weeks ago, they right. beat Minnesota Wild five to two. So, you know. They, they seem to kind of have the formula that gives Minnesota trouble, which is kind of that grinding, um, overly aggressive style with defensemen that kind of jump in the play. That's kind of been Minnesota's Achilles heel this year. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a team like Calgary, you know, that's a team that scares me a little bit. For sure. And, and you know, it, it's funny because, you know, over the past couple playoff series, that the Preds have been in, their downfall has been speed, you know, mm-hmm. speed and skill. And when you look at Calgary and they have people like Johnny Gaudreau up front and Tyler Toffoli now on the wing, um, Andrew Majapani, who's a very fast, you know, kind of agile skater. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that the Preds typically don't really do well against. Yes. You know, they don't do well against kind of these overly high-skilled teams and that to me is scary. Like I, I think like Calgary is somebody I would want to avoid. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about Colorado is the Preds are going to have to get past Colorado one way or another uh, in the series. Um, so that's a that's kind of a different conversation from the other day. But the other thing though is if the Preds take on Calgary and they somehow beat Calgary then their second opponent, their second round opponent would come from the Pacific division as well. Mm-hmm. And that's a weaker way. You know, they get, it's right now, um, I think the Oilers and the LA Kings mm-hmm. and maybe maybe Vegas, if they can kind of get their stuff together. But <laughs> that's that's a much easier path than like, having to face Colorado and then facing either Minnesota or St. Louis, if you get yes. past Colorado. So, you know, if the Preds get Calgary and maybe have one of those grinded out like seven win series where you just have mm-hmm. like one gangbuster game in game seven, yep. you can conceivably see the Predators making the Western conference finals. I would agree with that. And that's kind of, where I feel like it would almost be better to take on Calgary and just see how you're going to match up against one of the teams that's that's vying for a top spot in the league. And and they're they're so good. Calgary is scary in the fact that they have gone all in. I mean, they are all in. This is their year and they're going to be difficult to beat. But if you beat them, you are, like you said, you're facing a little bit easier path and you have a hell of a lot of confidence if you can beat Calgary in a series. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that if the Preds wind up wild card one and beat the Flames, I think they're in the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. I, really I mean, do. yeah. Um, and then Colorado, you know what? Colorado is Colorado. The Predators have done well against the mm-hmm. Avalanche this season. All the games have been like, you know, you're not going to look at any of those games and be like, oh, yeah, the Preds were clearly outmatched. Yes. Um, you know, so that's going to be an interesting series. You know, that's one that can conceivably 
you know, kind of go either way, depending on a couple of X factors. So it's certainly going to be kind of interesting to see how that plays out. Um, all right, so it's Friday and that means it's cookie time, Anne. It is cookie time. So made a batch of Duchess cookies. And this was kind of a tough week. You know, who are we going to give these cookies to? Who, you know, who has earned them? And I have to give a plate of Duchess cookies to big sexy Michael McCarran himself. Because look, he has a very specific role on this team. It is not glamorous. It is not showy. It is not flashy. But there is Michael McCarron grinding it out. And I will say this. I think he is one of the most improved players on this Nashville Predators team from the start of the season till now. And after a two-goal performance the other night, I really feel like he is peaking at the right time. And nothing says great job like a plate of Duchess cookies. So Michael McCarron, big sexy, I give you my great-grandmother's cookies. I should have a cookies just for the name Big Sexy. Oh, I know. I'm like, I can't tell if I love it or if I'm embarrassed for him. I mean, but probably a little bit of both. but It's a little of both. Bless his heart. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Michael McCarron, Big Sexy. Check, <laughs> check the mail for a plate of Duchess cookies coming your way. That's right. Well, uh, that is going to do it for us today on the Locked on Predators podcast. Next week, of course, we'll have a full breakdown of how tonight's Buffalo game went and look ahead to Murder's Row and see if the Predators can pull out some wins <laughs> in what is going to be a monster schedule moving forward. Until that, though, and where can the fine people find your work online? You can find my work at onthefourcheck.com and you can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. I'm Nick Morgan. You can find me at onthefourcheck.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. Also be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Predators. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to like the video, share, subscribe, and leave a comment. That helps other Preds fans find this content. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for making Lockdown Predators your first lesson of the day. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday.